Hi everyone, how are we? Been a long time since we've done Discord. It feels like a long time. I think the last time I was on here was last Monday. There's been so much going on. And then of course we had Her Majesty's funeral on Monday um, and I couldn't do yesterday. Anyway, there we go. We're all back together again now. Hello to all of you on TikTok. I'm TikTok Live and as you all know, I'm recording this as well so that we can put it out on the podcast so that people that can't get to join us this evening can always listen to it at a later date. Right, so I have some hands up. Hi Missy, I see you're in the audience. Um, hello Mama Tina, Pure Plum, Sam, Andrea, um, Katie and Stratton. Super Sonia, Cleo, Louise. So Katie, you're first with your hand up. I'm going to come to you. Um, and invite you on the stage to ask me your question whenever you're ready. Hello, Marlene. Um, hi, Katie. What's your question? Hi, so I am currently going through the divorce. I've filed under the no-fault divorce, um, which has currently been refused yeah. um, due to a naming issue. So um, on the application, um, my husband's name's down as Alex, but on the marriage certificate, it's down as Alexander. Yeah. Um that got refused with um, an option to put in um, some comments from my side because I filed the divorce. Um, so I, I popped it in to say that I'm not currently having any contact with him. He refuses to come back to me at all because um, they did ask for additional um, ID, so either a, a driving licence or a passport just to confirm whether it should be Alex or Alexander. Um, so at the moment, that's kind of just got stuck um, I've sent it back to them and I'm a bit worried um, that it could potentially stop the whole divorce process if, if Alex doesn't come back um, because I can't provide the details because we I haven't seen him since last March. Um, so it's not so going to stop the whole process, Katie. Um, it, usually what they want to see um, is that the name matches that what's on the, on the marriage certificate. What's on your marriage certificate? Um, Alexander. Yeah, so I think you're just going to have to ask to amend the petition um, and resend it in. It doesn't mean withdrawing it and starting all over again, but just if you can have the, if you can um, amend the divorce petition, because as long as the name matches the marriage certificate exactly, then you won't need to get the driving license and passport. I mean, I've never, I've never heard of that. We just have to copy it off the marriage certificate exactly. Okay. Yeah. Do I have to pay additional costs for it to be amended? Yes, generally you do, but it's a lot cheaper than withdrawing and then having to pay a second court fee. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um I have a second question if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so alongside the divorce going through, I've also um tried to push through for um a consent order to uh, sort all the finances out. Yeah. Um He's not coming back to me at all. Um, he's he hasn't even asked for money. Um, he hasn't asked for anything. He's literally just done a bit of a disappearing act. But um, I kind of want everything finalised just for peace of mind. Um, if he doesn't come back to me, what what can I do? If he doesn't come back to you, Katie, then obviously you can't do the consent order. You can't put the financial order in by consent. So normally both parties would sign it and we just post it into the court and the court will then seal it and send it back to us. Um, but if he's not in agreement to it, then all you can do if you really want to get your financial order is make a court application because then the court will make that um, order for you. All right? Okay. If If I didn't, if I didn't put it in... Um, I know he would be entitled to things if he ever decided to kind of chase that up, which, to be honest, I don't feel like he would do. It's a year and a half down the line and he hasn't asked once so if you, for anything. If you don't, if you don't, get, if you don't um, get a financial order, all it means is that you haven't severed financial ties, that's all. So they, always, they will always remain open. You don't have to have one, but they will just always remain open. Would you advise getting one? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, I always advise to get one because otherwise, you know, in 10, 20, 30, 40 years time, and you sound quite young, Katie, um, he can yeah. still come back and make a claim. Right, okay. All right. So what sort of costs does it normally take if he, if he well, is I not think, coming back to me at all? Yeah, then you're going to have to go to court um, and obviously you're going to have a court fee and then the cost is going to yeah. depend on whether you represent yourself or get um, a solicitor to help you. Right, okay. All right. But I'm going to move on because there's others with their hand up as well. All right? 
Okay, Great. Thank Thanks, Katie. Bye-bye. Bye. Right, Jack had a question for me on TikTok. Um, what's the cheapest way to get a divorce? Cheapest way to get a divorce is to do it yourself, Jack. So then you're only going to pay the um, £593 court fee um, if you don't qualify for fee remission. You may qualify for fee remission, and you'll know that by downloading the EX160 and completing it. Um, but that's the cheapest way, doing it yourself, and then you only have to pay the court fee. All right? Um, next up is Stratton. Stratton, whenever you're ready, what's your question? Hello, um, I, I spoke to you a few months ago about a yeah. safe garden letter that I was really struggling to get yeah. in court. You agreed on that. Um, I've had a, um, uh, an email through from the courts saying I have a... a um, hold on, sorry, two seconds. It's all right. I have a, I have a hearing on the... Um, Sorry, on the 11th of October, issued by a proper officer. It's only for a couple of hours, but yeah. I was just wondering what I need to expect during that hearing. I do have allegations of domestic violence and alcohol and drug abuse, uh, so I was just sort of wondering what, with them allegations, what I'll sort of be looking at in that, in that hearing. So it's listed for two hours, you said? Is it C21? Yeah. So listed for two hours, and what is it, a directions it... hearing or something? It's just before a, a fact-finding hearing. Sorry, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a, a fact-finding hearing is generally listed for a day. So this is normally the directions hearing that will that you'll have to determine if a fact-finding need is necessary. A fact-finding hearing, oh, okay, sorry, is necessary. You. So the other side oh, will have made allegations. You have an opportunity to read the, uh, sorry, to reply to those allegations, and then the court will then decide in that mm -hmm. hearing that you're talking about whether or not we need to have a fact-find. Oh, lovely. Okay, then. So, is there any point that you think I should just be able to put forward anything, anything I should ask for as such? Well, you, you know, you can speak. Absolutely. If you're representing yourself and you'll be invited yeah. to speak. But what you need to make sure is that you have replied to the allegations. So the other side right, will yeah. have to put the allegations in writing and it, it goes in a table. We call it a Scott yeah. schedule. And then at the oh, end of the table, that, yeah. yeah, the end of the table, there's empty boxes. Well, that's where you put your replies to her allegations yeah. and then you send it back to yeah. court. Yeah, no, I have done that previously. Brilliant. Um, when I've sent my uh, statement in. Oh, brilliant. So well that's done. All, that's, all, that's all this is going to be about this yes. year. Is that it, right? Yeah, it will be to determine if a fact find is necessary. Lovely. Okay. All right. All right. No worries. You're welcome. Bye bye. A quick question on TikTok. If he's remarried, can he still make a financial claim? No, he can't. That is the one thing that will bar somebody from making a financial claim. Um, um, Andrea, you are next up whenever you're ready. Can you apply for residence order without settlement status? Yes, you can. Um, Andrea, hi, what's your hello. question? Hello. Hi there. Um, it might sound really silly, but it's bothering me. Okay. So, um, me and my little boy's dad are separated. We've got a court order in place. Yeah. The court order stipulates that we that we are to have a communication book that goes to and from both properties. Yes. Which up until now has been working fine. Yeah. Dad has decided in the last couple of weeks that I am not a reliable source to um, share information with him in regards to our son. So he's confiscated the communication book and is refusing all form of communication with me. Okay. Um, I spoke to you previously and you suggested a parenting app. But yeah. He's not willing to engage with that either. Okay. What do I do? Uh, well, you can't communicate. Because I feel for a five-year-old, it's really important that we communicate. Yeah. Um, have you got an order in this matter? Just remind me, Andrea. Yes, I have. Yeah, there's a court order in place and it stipulates in there we should have a communication book. Okay, well then it, it's a grounds to um, not allow contact, isn't it? If he's doing it deliberately. Is it? Absolutely. Right, okay. Because if there is a contact book in place and that's ordered by the court, how often does he have the child? Well, he's meant to have him every second weekend right. and every Wednesday. For the whole weekend? Um, Friday yes. to Sunday. Okay. I mean, look, there's there's a contact been ordered for a reason. So either he reinstates the book or you might have to think about maybe he doesn't go on the weekend. That would be my but view. Would you allow the Wednesdays to continue? Well, no, because I think you've got to apply one rule. You've got to apply no, one rule, haven't you? So I think, you know, if yes. there's no communication book and that's what's been specified in the order, you know, he's made his bed. It's his choice, isn't it, at the end of the day? 
Um, so I, he either reinstates the communication book or or that I stop contact. Yeah, or or an equi- would... yeah, or an equivalent, or or you know the parenting app or whatever. The thing is, he has to do something. It doesn't matter that yes. he doesn't think it's appropriate. It's been ordered by the court. It's out of yes. his hands. And that's what I'd be saying to him. Okay, brilliant. So he reinstates oh. some sort of communication between the two of us or us stop contact. What I if think... he says, okay, we'll do that via text then? Is that acceptable? Um, if you think text would work, yeah. I mean, absolutely. It doesn't matter really what form of communication. The point is okay. you need to be co-parenting. And, yes, and he needs to be co-parenting. If he wants to do it by carrier pigeon, fine. As long as you are being told what's going on. Whatever whatever absolutely. way he wants to do it, that's absolutely fine. But he's got to communicate. Fabulous. Okay, no problem. All right. Thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks, Andrea. Bye. Take care. Bye for now. Bye. BDJ, you are next on the list. Whenever you're ready. How does marriage separation work in a business? Well, it's still the same if you own 99% and the other 1%, please. It's a matrimonial asset, so it'll all be mingled together. Um, Hi, BDJ, what's your question? The question is, I've got my first FDR hearing on the 4th of October. Yeah. Um, My, still not divorced, but hopefully ex-husband soon, keeps making offers and then withdrawing them the day before we're meant to sign all the paperwork. He keeps so, actually, sorry. He keeps doing what? Withdrawing them? Did you say? Will the offers that he's made oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. Will the judge do all of that paperwork to help my case because he's been financially controlling for years? The thing is with offers, if they're marked without prejudice, and for those of you that are listening and aren't aren't aware, an FDR is a financial hearing. It's not a children's matter. Um, so BD, if if the offers are marked without prejudice, then they're closed. So no is the answer to your question. The court won't get to see them. Only open offers. But you may right. you you will most likely have um, an opportunity to put a position statement together just before the hearing, and within the position statement, you can be very clear that you have made, let's say, four offers. He has also mm-hmm. made four, but then chooses to withdraw them. So you can't let the court know the the contents of those offers, but you can certainly let the court know what he's doing and how that is frustrating the process and how that is increasing your costs, potentially, or whatever it might be? Well, he, he, every... I've got two special needs kids, and he's tried to make me force sale on the house three times already. Okay. Well, yeah, but forget what he, forget what he's trying to do, and focus more on what the court's going to do. All right? Don't, okay, get, so because he, he knows, that. if he's always been financial control, financially controlling, he's never going to change, is he? So he knows 100% how to press your buttons. And he knows what you're going to worry about when you go up to bed at night. So what you need to do is just change that focus slightly and think about, okay, what do I think the court's going to do for me? And how do I increase my chances of having what I'm saying honoured, if that makes sense? Okay, that's great. Thank you so much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye-bye. Me more. I'm going to get you on the stage again. There we go. Hopefully I can hear you this time, me more. Hello? No? Oh, no. That's such a shame because you had a really good question about an SGO. No, you've disappeared again. Okay, Aishu, you are next on the list. Hopefully we can connect. You're on mute, Aishu, whenever you're ready. Take yourself oh. there. Oh, hello. There we go. What's your question? Yeah, um, hi, um, I just want to ask, I don't know if you remember speaking to me. I spoke to you about the financial order that my ex was going, um, not my ex, my current partner's going through with his ex. Yeah. And they still haven't got back to him. So every time we try contacting the solicitors, uh, either uh, his one or her one, they keep on telling us that we have to wait and they can't give us a time frame. The only thing I want to ask was we are thinking of getting married. So after we get married, is she able to still make a financial claim? Is she married? Uh, she's not married. Then she will be, yes. She's, she can still, okay. Yeah. Um, is, I, and, you know, they're not giving us answers in terms of the time frame. They keep on saying, you don't have a set of time frame for this. You still have to wait. Does she, does she know that you're getting married? No. Okay. Um, it may be that they're without instructions. 
you know, it may, sometimes it's not always the solicitor that isn't getting back to you. It's because mm-hmm. they haven't got instructions. So if we haven't got instructions, we have we yeah. have nothing to, to tell the other side. Um, some okay. some solicitors will say, I'm really sorry, I can't assist because I don't have instructions at the moment. Um, other solicitors yeah. will just ignore you. Um, I mean, what he needs to do ultimately is if she's not complying is make a court application before he gets married. Because okay. if he makes that court application before he gets married for finances, then at least it's up and running. Okay. All right. That's great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You. Okay. Bye bye. Um, someone on TikTok wants to have a chat with me. Um, I have. I mean, you're more than welcome to drop me an email, guys. That's all I would say. Um, and absolutely, I do practice. Um, but I have a huge waiting list at the moment. I think we're up to about eight weeks currently. Um, so um, yeah. But by all means, drop me an email. Uh, Clive, you are up next. I spend a lot of my time obviously doing the social media stuff. And I also answer the Discord. I also do a lot of pro bono. Well, I don't do a lot of pro bono work, but I do do pro bono work. Um, And I also um, lecture at university. So um, there's a lot going on. It's just not the fee earning. So, yeah, there's a bit of a wait at the moment. But by all means, go ahead. Um, I am happy to help. Uh, Clive, what's your question? How are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Um, so I've got two questions. Yep. I've got my, um, well, I'm supposed to have a Section 7 report carried out for me by Kafka shortly. Yep. Um, that should hopefully be ahead of the next hearing, which I'm hoping, um, and advise me if I'm wrong, is the last hearing, possibly, before I get, like, so... some sort of... The the last the children. Well, the last hearing, Clive, will be um, the final hearing. You mean the last hearing of the court of the actual process? Yeah. Yeah. That then that will be listed for a contested final hearing unless you and your ex can agree. Okay. So what's it listed for? Tell me again. What's the next one listed for? I'm not entirely sure what oh. the hearing's called, but it's, is it is it the first one? It's the first one after the fact find. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. So you finished your fact find now. Obviously, the judge has made findings. So now we take our finger off the pause button and we just start back with the contact application. Depending on the findings of fact and depending on Kafkas's recommendation, the you are now going to be in a position where you can ask for the contact you want. However, the court are still not in a position to make a final order if the other side doesn't agree unless it's been listed for a final hearing. So if you don't get agreement at that next hearing, Clive, from the other side, then you're going to be requesting it's listed for a final hearing, a final children's hearing, okay? Okay. So, I mean, as it stands, I've been granted access to the children by way of contact centre on a weekly basis. Yep. Um, And I'm also now allowed weekly FaceTime contact with the children as well. Yep. Um, So I'm guessing I have my CAFCAS assessment thing carried out on me. I go to the next hearing, they say, look, there's nothing wrong with the father. Uh, um, We're happy that he has contact with his children. I make the request to say, well, I want to see them um, every other weekend and have holidays or whatever um, I put forward. I guess it would be for her then to, you know, instruct her solicitor to agree or not. Yes, absolutely. That's um, that being said, for that next hearing, then, I mean, my legal costs are just spiralling. Yeah. Do I need to actually still instruct the solicitor? Oh, that's, that you know what, that's really hard for me to answer because I've got no idea what's involved in your case. No idea whatsoever. Um, I, I think, I, I think... Said, if I said it was me and my mum at the front row in Ast- uh, Aston Villa... Oh, oh, hello. Hi. Um, do, oh, was it was it a positive outcome from the fat find? Um, well, it was thrown out in the first day of four because yep. the judge basically said even if he was as bad as what you allege he is, yep. still going to grant him access to his children. Oh, my God, that is such good news. That is brilliant news. Oh, well done, Clive. Um, I, I know who you are. Oh, that's so good. Um, in which case, I would say no, absolutely not. You'll be able, you and your your mom can do it. Absolutely. I mean, she was amazing um, at, at all the, the papers that she'd done for you. Uh, then no, I would say absolutely not. Just just, just do it now. You're home and dry. If, if that was what, um, has it been reserved to that judge? Have you got the same judge? I'm not entirely sure for the okay. top of my head. It may have been, yes. Okay. 
Okay, um, then I would say no. I would say no, don't proceed. Ultimately, you are going to get contact, if especially if it was thrown out on day one. Perfect. All right, well done. Well done. Amazing. Drop me, um, drop me an email when, it, when it's all over. Let me know the outcome. Oh, I definitely will. Good, thank you. Um, and sorry, the second question yeah. is, I'm still, you know, fighting for the children and stuff. She's still trying to divorce me um, and do the finances bit. I've now exchanged form deeds with her. Yes. And I'm doing it all myself. Yeah. What's the next step in that process? Has an application been made, Clive, or not? When you say application... So doing... has a financial application been made and you're doing four me's as part of that financial application or is this just a voluntary exchange? Voluntary. Okay. There's no involvement of the court just yet. So what you're going to do is swap four me's with her and then the next yeah. stage would be to make an offer, to make, you know, to make an offer to settle. Okay. And it may be that if she if she declines that offer or doesn't make a, a counter offer that you're in agreement to, the next stage after that's mediation. Okay. All right. And I mean, she has threatened me despite the fact that she was getting legal aid. I don't know if she's still covered with legal aid with that um, decision in the court, but. Um, am I still potentially liable for her cost? I know she's trying to deal with that as well. No, 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 no. no. There, there's very rarely ever a cost um, made order in family. No, no. Perfect. All right. Okay, so I just need to go through her stuff and see how much money she actually wants. Yes, absolutely. Reasonable, reasonable offer. Absolutely, yeah. Lovely. All right. Perfect. Great. Thank you very much for helping. You're welcome. Amazing. Okay, thanks. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. So that was so nice that Clive came back because just to fill you guys in who, who might not be aware, I did a live event, I think it was earlier this year, and I took it up to Birmingham um, because that's my old stomping ground, obviously, and we had it at the Aston Villa um, Club and it went on for about three or four hours and just every, anyone could come, whoever wanted to come could come. It was, you know, free to get in and I just answered as many questions as I possibly could um, and that gentleman was in the front with his mum. And that was so nice um, that he um, came onto Discord. So there we go. And that's a good result um, for, for that case. So all the dads out there that are struggling to get contact, I hope you were listening to Clive. Keep going. Um, right, I had another couple of questions on TikTok. So absent father for many years, can he then request parental responsibility? Yes, he can request it. The question you need to ask is, will he be successful? That will depend on how long he's been absent for and why. So if a father's been absent for 10 years, I don't know, because they've been serving a prison sentence, it's probably fair to say the court's most likely going to want to encourage the children to have some sort of a relationship, obviously depending upon what the, you know, what the prison sentence was for, clearly. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that that's very different to a father that just chooses to disappear for 10 years and there was nothing to stop him having a relationship with the children. OK, um, so it does depend on how long and why they were absent. Aaron, you are next on my list. What's your question? Whenever you're ready. Aaron with one A. Never seen it spelled like that before. Hey Aaron, I can. Yeah, what's your question? Uh, I, um, yeah, I've asked this on the forum and uh, I got the email address for you, which you might actually be considering. Um, basically, I jointly own um, a property with yeah. my ex, yeah. who split up on me around three months ago. Yeah. Um, I'm still currently living here with my three children yeah. uh, and my ex, uh, which is quite difficult because um, the breakup wasn't really up to me. Yeah. Um, it's not what I wanted and it's still not what I want. Um, but it's becoming more and more difficult as the days go by. Um, I've suggested that we um, sell the property um, and split the equities, quite a lot of equity in the house. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of the other side of the coin with what uh, BDJ was saying. The, yeah. It, I don't want to come across as though I'm being financially uh, controlling, but I've put yeah. quite a lot of money and uh, time and effort into this property. Yeah. Um, I don't really have um, enough money to go and buy another house. Um, I, I would have to rent, but um, as I'm being aware that I would still be liable to pay mortgage payments, I wouldn't be able to afford to do both, and it's really difficult for me in this situation living here. Yeah, no, I understand. Upon separation, Aaron... Do you know who the children are going to live with in the main? 
joint 50-50. Okay. So then we're going to be looking to the equity and the property. If you Because it's yeah. always the housing needs of the children that are going to be priority, okay? So yeah. if you are going to have 50-50 shared care, then there has to be enough equity in the property for both of you to be yeah. able to go on and buy duplicate houses. That's essentially there's how it's going to work. There's over £100,000 of equity. Well, if, if that gives both of you enough to buy the exact same houses, then you're okay. Okay, but she's not coming to an agreement. Well, then you'll have to take the matter to court. But the, the problem that I have there is I've been told that I probably wouldn't get an order of sale because the kids are under the age of 16. Yeah, but if you're having them 50-50 and you can both afford yeah. to meet the housing needs, then it's a different different situation, isn't it? If she says, okay. well, I'll take my 50,000 because that's 50% of the equity, but I can't afford to go and buy a property because that 50,000 will give me a good deposit, but actually my, my income won't give me any affordability for a mortgage, then no, the court won't give you an order for sale. Because then yeah, they will okay. say, well, she can stay in the property until such times as the youngest is 18. But it does depend on affordability. And that's why I said, if you divide that equity 50-50, if that means both of you can then go on and afford another property, and you'll have to have the exact same size of properties because you're saying you're going to have the kids, you know, 50-50, then the court yeah. will grant you an order for sale. But that is very rare. That's very rare that happens. Generally, one of you has to sort of give in for the sake of the children and wait for the equity until the youngest is 18 or your ex remarries or starts living with somebody for more than six months. Right, okay, and that changes the circumstances if she were to be with somebody else. Absolutely. If they were to live together for six months or more or remarry, we call that a trigger factor, and then you get your 50%. Right, okay. Yeah, all right. But, all so, right. Really, really, it's either I, I suck it up and um, I, I move out and wait until my youngest is 16. But I don't really think that I would be granted an order of sale. Okay. Um, um, just like you said, like you said, it would be very rare that that would happen. Yeah, yeah. The, the other thing you to know. think about as well, Aaron, is, um, you know, if you're going to, did make the decision that you're the one that's going to leave and you're going to go and rent. The question we then have to ask ourselves is, is mum able to stay in the property with the three children? Can she afford that property? Or is it that actually she can't afford to stay there on her own anyway? So the property the may... The there is I would still be responsible to pay those mortgage payments if she was struggling. Well, not necessarily, because you're not married, are you? No. So she she's not entitled to spousal maintenance. So legally, all she's entitled to is half of the property and child maintenance. Okay. So if you're not living okay. there, even though your name is on the mortgage, you've got your own housing costs. So, you know, you can't be expected to pay your own new housing costs and all your utility bills and contribute to hers if you can't afford it either. She's just not being amicable at all, telling me she won't, she's Have you tried... refusing to sign anything. That, that, that's fine. I mean, you know, people get nervous and they're asked to sign things. What about mediation? I've tried. I've tried suggesting everything. Um, I've, I've even had a consultation with Stowe's family law. Right, um, OK. Stowe's pretty um, good. They, they really suggested um, the order of sale, which is why I know so much around that. Right, OK. Yeah, OK. Um, but... Uh, They've told me that it is not a great chance that that would be granted due to the circumstances of the well, children being so young. Yeah, and but I think either way, Aaron, even if you don't get your order for sale, you do need an order. So you do need an order that actually, you know, allows you to get your fifty percent when the youngest is eighteen or she remarries. Blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. even if whatever yeah. happens, I think you're going to end up going to court anyway to get that order. Yeah. I've thrown everything into this house, you know, every penny that I had, it was, it's, yeah. it's gone. Like, I've, got, I've got nothing Well, it's, it's not gone because obviously it's going to, it's improved the value. So you are going to benefit. You're just not going to benefit yeah. today. You're going to have to wait yeah. a little while. So it's not yeah. all gone. Okay. So uh, I, the email address that I was sent in the forum, I can contact you if I wanted to book a consultation yeah, yeah, yeah. and go forward. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sale to try my luck. Yeah, absolutely, Aaron. Not a problem. Not a problem. All right, thank you. Thank All right, you, you're welcome. Thanks, bye. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Uh, Debbie, you are next on my list. Just have a quick look at TikTok. I'm going to court soon. Full custody. Does father lose his rights? No.
his rights are his parental responsibility and he won't lose them even if you are the resident parent. Hey, Debbie, have you got a question Hello, for can me? You hear me? I can, yes. Oh, hi. Um, you, I don't want to go into too much detail, but yeah. you represent my brother. But yeah. Oh, hello, Debbie. Keep, hi, I know um, who you are, yeah. If social services keep ignoring his emails, yes. I found a head of social services for the whole yes. Vale where yes. he lives. Could we go to them? Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you right. can, Debbie, yeah. Oh, because I've asked him to do that, but I said we'll give them another week to get back. Yeah. That they haven't. Do you want to so... drop me their contact details, Debbie? Because I know who you're talking about and who my client is and I'm more than happy to um, send, even if I um, just draft a letter and send it to my client to approve, I almost said his name then. Um, yeah, let, let I, me... don't want to, I don't know who listens yeah, to Yeah, no, I totally, who... yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, if you want to, by all means, do it yourself, but I think it would also have a little bit more of an edge if I also sent a letter to them. So well, like, I said that. To, oh God! Yeah. I said that to <laughs> yeah. him, but he yeah. said I don't want to keep bothering it. And no, it's so, fine. It's you fine. Know. Honestly, Debbie, you send it to me. It's fine. I don't mind at all. I don't oh, mind at all. Okay, Alan. Yeah, I'll send you a message. Yeah. With the details because I found the head of the whole thing. Yeah, they. I just think it's really rude and not professional. Yeah. yeah, they. And and while you're on, can I just tell you as well? I think there is something in dictation to come out to him. We are chasing the court for that date because I know that he wants that date. Um, so yes. we we are chasing yeah. that. As soon I as I have news, I will yeah. tell him. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. All right, no problem. Thanks, Debbie. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Uh, Georgia, you are next on my list. Whenever you're ready, ask me your question. I have my two girls back after eight years. Well done. Well done you, Gareth Priest. That is good news. Hello, Hello Georgia. What's your question? Hello. Basically, a friend of mine has shared care border with our ex-partner for two children. Yep. But she feels like the children aren't being looked after appropriately and feels like they're at risk of harm. Yeah. Um, she contacted social services and the school and the police, but she was just told to wait to take it back to court. But she feels like that's, do you know what I mean? She doesn't have another option. Where would she stand legally if she decided to refuse to return the children? If you honestly think a child is at harm or is at, you know, mm. a serious risk, then you can exercise your parental responsibility and you can just, <laughs> you know, uh, refuse <laughs> to return them. Because you've got to think about the child's welfare at the end of the day. But just know that obviously if the other side then make an application to the court, she's got to be able to stand by her decision. And I'm not saying that she can't. I'm just saying, you know, when she makes that decision, because there is a risk, it has to be a genuine risk. Yeah, because she feels like there's no other option. Like, no one else is helping her. She contacted social services and they just said, like, it's a matter of taking it to court. Yeah. But she feels like she doesn't have the time to wait. Like she feels like the children are um, not immediate risk, but enough risk yeah. that she'd like to yeah. refuse to return them. So legally, yeah. she can just say no because she has them less than what the, the other parent does have them. Yeah, but so it, she just yeah. But as I say, if if she if she genuinely feels those children will come to harm, then she can exercise her parental responsibility. Okay. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Brilliant. brilliant. All right. All right. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Right, next person is Nay. Nay, whenever you're ready, ask me your question. Gareth, how can I ask you for advice, please? Drop me an email, Gareth. Um, that's probably the best bet. Um, or you can come onto Discord and ask me a question there. But if it's confidential, drop me an email. Nay, can you hear me? Hello. Hello, what's yeah, your question? Yeah. Um, so we're just going into the fact-finding stage. Yeah of my court case yeah um and my question is what to expect when going into a fact-finding case when the other party has submitted a statement but no evidence um but i got told by a mackenzie friend that when i done my reply to the statement i had to submit the evidence to the other party as well yeah Otherwise, it wouldn't be heard in court. Yeah. Whereas the other party has just done the statement with no evidence whatsoever. Okay. It will be heard in court. It's just that your case will be slightly stronger than the other parties because you've submitted your evidence in support of your statement and they haven't. 
So you're actually so that, at, at an advantage. Well, yeah, so what happens if um, on the day the other party says, well, here's my evidence and I've not seen the... Like, I'm not aware of the evidence because... They haven't submitted it to me. Oh, the 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 matter the Ooh. matter may be adjourned because obviously you haven't seen it, so you haven't had an opportunity to prepare. Mm -hmm. So in that case, well, the court's got two options: they can adjourn the hearing, or they can refuse to accept the evidence because it wasn't filed on time. Okay, because I've got to travel nearly five hours just to go to my hearing. It's wow. in a completely different city. Wow. So obviously, travelling and adjourning when I don't drive is a little bit difficult yeah. I mean yeah. it's worth it it is very difficult but um I was yeah that was my main question really I was just a bit skeptical of going I think, into the fact finding yeah I think if if they the court case if they have a clue if if I if if they do file it late um then you can um like sort of say to the court that you're not in agreement to it being filed because you've had no opportunity to read it or consider it and that the hearing should proceed because you've traveled five hours without that evidence being submitted the statement was already, just a basic allegation statement, was yeah. already filed five weeks late. Okay. Well, that's all right. Um, I mean, so long as it's in. No yeah, so long as it's in, the, sta the statement will carry, but obviously not, no, no evidence. Okay, perfect. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Nay. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Next up is joe i'm just going to open the door and let the dogs in because they're scratching at the door joe whenever you're ready ask me your question hi uh, can you hear me okay? i can yeah what's your question okay so i am currently fleeing domestic violence yeah and i've gonna move back to my parents house yeah and it is an hour an hour and 15 minutes away from the marital home yeah now my question is, I did ask on the forum today, but I keep on getting mixed kinds of answers. Um, do I need my ex-partner's consent to move my daughter to a different school setting? Does he have parental responsibility? He does, but then, we're still married. Then yes, you do. Yes, you do need his permission. Yeah. Okay. Is he going to agree? No. No. Then if he's not going to agree and you think it's going to be in her best interests... Then what you Absolutely. can do, well, then what you can do is apply for a specific issues order, all right? And okay. that's that's your, you do it on a C one hundred form, and that's your request to the court that she moves school. Okay. All right. Sorry, what was that called again? It's a specific issues order, and you'll see okay. the box to tick on the C one hundred form. Right. Brilliant. Okay. All right. That's great. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Dora, you are next up. Whenever you're ready, I'm going to have to shut the door again because I can hear the radio in the background. Dora, hello, hello Dora. What's your question? Uh, hiya. Uh, well, uh, I'm going through the divorce and yeah. uh, I haven't applied yet for the financial order. Uh, however, my situation is like that. I've got three kids and I move out of the family house about two and a half years ago. Yeah. Basically, I put everything there. I just took two set suitcases and three kids and I rent I rented house myself. Yeah. So, uh, I uh, basically, I don't want anything from my ex. I just want him to sign the divorce and sign the financial order like a clean break. Yeah. Uh, the issue is I met a new partner uh, currently and we are planning to move in together. Yeah. So he got his own few houses and I'm just worried that if we move in together and I will put for the financial order, that's, his houses will be included in the, like a settlement? Yes. Or it, yeah, so all, regardless of whose name they're in, they're going to all be matrimonial assets. So even my new partner, it will be all matrimonial assets. Oh, no, sorry, not your new partner, sorry. I thought you meant your ex. No, 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 no. My ex, he just no, got like... No, not, not, uh, not, not your new partner. No, not, not your new okay, partner, unless want. you're married. Not your new partner, that's fine. Okay, so nothing like from his... Uh, 
like financial stuff will be included in my settlement with my ex. Only once you're living together for six months or more, his income will be taken into account. But is that, uh, yeah, okay, so... All right. In that case, how it will affect my financial settlement? Well, I don't, I don't, Dora, 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 I'm going to stop you there. I I, get, Dora, I, I don't, I don't know, because obviously I don't know what all the figures are, so I can't answer that question, I'm so sorry. But what I can tell you is, if you're living with a new partner, and I say this to everybody, if you're living with somebody for six mm -hmm. months or more, their income must be recorded on your form E. But then your next question, yeah, how is yeah. that going to impact my settlement? I've got no idea because I don't know who's earning what and, you know, I don't know anything about your case. So, but yes, his, his income will have to be declared. But it's not like he can, uh, how to say, that my ex can be entitled to some of his income in future? No, but it no. might, no, but it might affect what you're entitled to because you're living with him and therefore you are benefiting from his income. All yeah, right. but I, I just don't want anything from my ex. I don't that's want any fine. money. I don't want any, okay. any involvement in the family house. All right. So, well, that's fine. I hope know. that's answered the question. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks, Dora. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Jill, you are up next. Um, yeah, they're little sausages. I've got two of them. That was Coco. And then I've got Ralph, who's under the desk as well. Hey, Jill, how are you? I'm fine. Me again. Hello. <laughs> How can I help? So basically, I've been sort of toying with a barrister and obviously asking you to prepare my papers. Yeah. But we've had an email um, from my ex-husband. Yes. Um, actually telling me that he doesn't believe and um, has not accused me of what we're going to court for. Am okay. I able to submit that to the court myself? Not really, it's privileged. Um, do you want to email that to me, Jill, and let me take a quick look at it? So yes, that I, I can, yeah, just, just because it may be that it's privileged and, and therefore we can't submit it. Depends what's in there. Okay, I'll do that. I'll send that to you All straight right. away. Because Brilliant. obviously I'm going to need to make a decision quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. And also, because he's taken me back to court for this, and he's actually said on, on the email that he's not accusing me of it, you know, and I... <laughs> I just winced when you just told someone else that they probably wouldn't get any help with costs. But yeah. he is wasting my time and the court's oh, time, and it's yeah. a very serious matter. Yeah, so that's different. That's absolutely different. Um, I mean, I yeah. think that question was asked of me in a children's matter. Absolutely never do we get costs in a children's matter. In financial matters, we don't get them often, but we do when we can show that someone has deliberately stalled, messed around, hasn't turned up, caused adjournments, and literally incurred significant cost for you that wasn't needed. Then we can. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, I only realised um, after the event, but Chris didn't act. Sorry, not supposed to use names. Uh, he didn't actually give me his position statement. I didn't get it. So have you had the whole of the first hearing without me knowing his position? Have you had it yet? Yeah, we had it. And it was but only after. afterwards. Oh dear. Well, I realised that you know I wasn't actually party to any of what was being said. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's that's. That's really naughty, Jill, because he would have filed that with the court and you can't file anything with the court and not give it to the other side. Yes, so that's something else I need to bring up, Tracy. You do, and just make sure at the next hearing that you, you quantify with the court what the court's got in front of it. Because if you yes. don't have that, then you, you the, he will have to send it to you right there, live, when you're before the court. Yes, brilliant. Okay. All right. I will send that to you and then yeah, make do. a decision from there whether we go with the barrister and okay. you prepare the papers. Yep, that's sensible. Thank Thanks, you very Jill. Much. Okay, I'll bye. All right then. Bye. Thanks again. That's all bye. right. Bye bye. Um, Rosanna, oh, actually, can I come to Meemore first? Meemore, sorry, I didn't see you there in the queue. You've been up a couple of times now and I really want to give you an opportunity to ask your question. Um, hello? Meemore? Hello. Oh, hello. I can hear you. I can hear you. What's your um, question? Let me just see, because I'm coming I can't hear you. Oh. Um, Go on. You're on mute now. That's a shame. Well, I don't know what. I can hear you. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, I'm going to go to the next caller, Meemore. Uh, Rosanna is next up. I will leave you on the stage for a second, Meemore. 
Rosanna, what's your question? Oh, hello, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Hello. Um, so I um, have a partner who has an ex-wife. Yeah. When with me, they were married. Yeah. Um, I had a cohabitation agreement drawn up um, when he lived with me. Um, the divorce is now done online yeah it's all done and dusted the decree absolute has come through it was all done online i'm just checking because we want to start planning for our future now um you know is there anything else we need to do before we start buying houses together and the like well have you got your financial order uh don't think so <laughs> no so you, you definitely need to do that because all the decree absolute does is and bring your marriage to an end and it means that you're legally able to marry somebody else. What it won't right. do is sever the financial ties. And what that means is that if you go on to accumulate assets, and there's no time uh, limit to this, by the way, the other side can come back to you at any time and make a claim against those assets in five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years if they want to. So the key thing, and the only bar to that is if they get remarried themselves, then they can't do that anymore. But if they don't get remarried, they can. So what you now need to do is get a financial order. And it might be that it's a clean break order that applies to you. And all that means is that you owe him nothing, he owes you nothing. But it's it's another document that you both have to sign and submit to the court. It, it's a separate process to the divorce, really. Right. Okay. So, uh, so I just do. Do I just Google financial order then? And then... Well, you you have to have them drafted by a solicitor because they are bespoke oh, right. to you. Um, but right. if the the key thing to do is find out if he's in agreement to one. If he's in agreement to it, then you'll be able to get a fixed fee. Lots of law firms do the fixed fees if you're both in agreement, including us. So that will make it a lot cheaper for you. Okay. What happens if he? Um... So, sorry, it's, it, yeah, it's my yeah. partner that, and his ex-wife. What happens if the ex-wife and him aren't speaking? Um, well, that's just going to make communication a bit difficult, but yeah, <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to engage with them somehow because ultimately they have to file that order. Sorry, sign the order. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll talk right. to him and okay. um, we'll, we'll come up with a plan. Thank All you. All right. Thanks, Rosanna. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, me more. Let me come back to you and see if I can hear you or you can hear me. Right, you're on mute, Meemore. Take yourself off mute and let's give it one more try. Take yourself off mute. No, okay. Oh, you're off mute. Hello? Hello? No, okay. All right. I'm sorry, Meemore. I, I can't, I just can't hear you at all now. Uh, bingo, you are next up. Uh, when did I train Hello. to be a solicitor? That was a long, long time ago. Um, hi, Hello. Bingo. Hi, what's your question? Um, due to go to court next month, and we've got to put 12 months statement and end up a divorce due to domestic abuse. Um, can I ask can I ask for a statement for going back longer because it was final abuse as well? Depends if it's going to affect the settlement, Bingo. So you yes. can ask, by all means, if you think um, other statements going back longer, um, you're going to have to explain the reason why. So at your first appointment, you're going to be asking for a direction that he give two years, three years, whatever it is that you want. But you're going to yeah. have to explain why. And more importantly, how that is going to impact the actual order that the court's going to make at the end of the day. Or how yeah, it's going okay. to influence the um, order. A second trace, a second question I've got is yeah. um, is actually living with someone yeah. and not declaring the where that is living. I've tried everything, I've exhausted every try. How can I prove that is living with someone and has been living with them for six months? Over six months. You don't have to prove it. People ask me this all the time. You don't have to prove it because when you get his financial disclosure, it'll be evident from there that he's living with somebody because he'll be sharing the costs with somebody. He's and already that... said he stays a couple of nights and he, he, he doesn't pay anything towards, towards he doesn't give any, any money, but he just well, put, uh, I... puts towards the food. Tr he trust... he stays there a couple of nights. Yeah. Trust me, Bingo. Trust me, it'll be, it'll, it'll be in his bank else. statements. Uh, yeah. 
wait until you get the disclosure. It will definitely, it will be in there that he's actually sharing the property with somebody. Trust me. It always is. No, he's actually saying is it's in a HMO. Right. Just wait till you get the disclosure. Like, you know, it never ceases to amaze me that when people divorce and they're going through financial um, remedies like this, that you, you believe everything the ex is telling you. Don't believe anything. Don't believe anything. The reason that you're before the court is because you guys can't agree because he's clearly lied. There's been financial abuse. You've told me that. So wait until you get his disclosure. Always make your decisions based on the evidence. All right. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Can I, can, can, can I email you, please? Absolutely, bingo. Not a problem at all. Drop me an email and I'll see if I can help. Yeah. I would say Thank to... You you're That's welcome. Fantastic. I think you're absolutely brilliant. Oh, bless Thank your you. heart. Thank you. Um, I would Thank say to, to everybody... Bye-bye. I would say to everyone that's listening... Um, uh, I do get obviously an awful lot of emails um, and what I try to do, well, what I do do actually is I will get round to them generally on a Saturday or a Sunday morning. I'm a real early bird. I sort of get up at like five. Um, so it will be then that I'll answer them. And I do feel sorry sometimes for the people that email me on a Monday because they generally have to wait all week. And then, but I, I will get back to you. I promise I'll get back to you. Uh, right. Kel, you are next on my list. So whenever you're ready. Can your husband come back to the home after leaving? Um, not really. Um, no. If they've been out for more than three months, that's a general rule of thumb. You can change the locks. Kel, do you have a question for me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can, yeah. What's your question? Oh, you've gone. What happened to Kel? Let me see if I can find you again, Kel. Do you want to pop your hand up again? Oh, I don't know what happened there. It's just dropped out. Lottie, I'll come to you while I'm waiting for Kel. I can't see her in the audience. Oh, yes, I can. Are oh, you back in the queue, Kel? I'll come to you next. Lottie, I'll ask you to come up. Uh, that's taken a while. So, Kel, I'm going to invite you up to speak again at the same time. Right, which button do I press? Oh, Kel, right, I can hear you now. What's your question? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, okay, thank you. I've already spoken to you. Yeah. Um, I've now got a, um, my aunt's certificate. Um, we did have a meeting arranged, but the father said he wasn't um, comfortable with my mum being there, so the meeting never went ahead. Um, I've told him now that I don't feel comfortable because he don't, didn't feel comfortable with my mum, that I now think it needs to go to court. Um, but he's now stopped all the video calling with my son. Is there anything I can do in the meantime? Who, sorry, do you have, um, uh, is the child with you, Kel, or with him? No, it's with, child's with me. Child's with you. So he, 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 he doesn't want the contact. Is that what you're saying? He's not bothering with the contact? Um, he, he, he wasn't comfortable with my mum being there. Okay. He, he, um, but I wasn't comfortable going at all, but I was doing it for my son. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Look, but you, now you, he's, he's, He's introduced himself as the father, even though we were told not to do that on the mediation. Yeah. And now my son's only three and now the videoing stopped. How long could it take to go to court? The first thing I would say to you, Cal, before we start talking about the court process is, you know what I'm going to say, if this man really wants to see his son, he won't really give a damn who's there. You, your mum yeah. or the Pope, let's be honest. And it, was, it was actually my son's birthday as well, the day that I arranged for him to meet him. And right. it's not seen him since he was three weeks old, so yeah. it was his birthday. He didn't even wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, so, so I think that if anyone should be making the court application, it should be him, really. You know, if he doesn't right. want if to I have... Make, if I don't make a prohibited steps order, will they then say, why did you not do that? Why do you need a prohibited steps order? Because it was domestic abuse when I was pregnant and yeah, I had but, women's aid involved. Yeah, but we get we get a prohibited steps order if we think that father's going to snatch the child. I think you've got the opposite there. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? In that he doesn't want it. He doesn't no, want the contact, does he? Yeah, exactly. So I think I would be... I'd be focusing more on your son. And if he wants to have contact, then let him have contact. Yeah, but I just can't have contact um, without someone with me. And, and that's fine. I know, and that, that's what I mean. So he knows that you've got to, someone's got to be there, and it's up to him then, isn't it? Yeah. 
Um, what was I going to say? How, do you know how long it could take to go to court? Because I feel once like, you make... now, like how long I've got to wait for this to... All right. Well, one, once you make your C100 application, generally you'll wait about three months before you'll get a hearing date. Right. Okay, right. so I should just leave it up, up to him to do. I, I would, Kel, honestly, you know, you, you exercise your parental responsibility. He can have contact, there's conditions attached, and if he doesn't like it, well, you know, there yeah. we go. All right? Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm really anxious when I talk on you. Oh, bless you. So, You're no, all right. I'm not, I'm not like I'm stopping it. I want, I want it to happen. Yeah. I just want to make sure it's done in the right way. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Um, right. Can I email you? Where do you email you to? So my email address will be um, it's it's on TikTok in the bio. I mean, I can call, I can read it out. It's Tracy at MaloneyFamilyLaw dot com, um, but it'll it'll be on the Discord somewhere, Cal. I'm sure if you put a message out, I won't see the messages until the weekend. I'll dip in at the weekend and answer a few, um, but it's there. So or it's if... not, is your help free like this is, or is it, or do you provide yeah. legal aid? No, I don't do legal aid, but I will happily answer an email question. Not a problem. Just to give you some some guidance. All right. Yeah, because I know right. I saw earlier on that uh, someone was asking, you know, like oh for legal aid. Gets, yeah. How he gets the mother's address, and you know, my son's father doesn't know where I live. Do you know? Yeah. But I don't want him to know where I live because I don't want to feel on edge that it's going to turn up. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah. All right, Cal. All the all best. Right, thank you. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Uh, next one up is Winnie. Someone on TikTok has asked me if I do consumer law. I don't do consumer law. Someone asked me if I do employment law. I don't do employment law. I don't do probate law. I don't do commercial law. I do family law. Hello. Hello, Winnie. What's your question? Yeah, what it is, I've got a, a childcare order put in place um, to protect myself because my ex-partner stopped me seeing the children. Yeah. Um, once that had gone through court and what have you, we made the arrangements and the agreements was I'd have my, my child every other weekend. Yeah. Now, she's becoming of age now where she doesn't necessarily want to come to me every weekend now or every other weekend. Yeah. If I don't go and get her, am I, am I in breach of that court order? Um, technically, yes, you are. But if a child doesn't want to attend for contact, I wouldn't be suggesting that you force them. How old is she? She's uh, 13 in December. Yeah, so she probably wants... And is it that she just wants to be with her mates rather than be with Dad? Is that what it is? Yeah, so basically I've, 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 I'm going to court at the moment for, yeah. for to do with her losing money because I, I basically I gave her two weeks' notice for one weekend where I couldn't make it and then I gave her four weeks' notice for the other weekend I couldn't make it. Yeah. So my ex is trying to do me for loss of earnings. Yeah. Even though I thought that was ample notice, I didn't just not turn up. But... To, to follow on from that, I'm now a bit concerned and thinking to myself, well, if this has managed to go to court because of that, when I don't think it's a breach because I gave notice, I didn't just not turn up. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, well, in one of the statements it states, or one of the sections it states, arrangements can be arranged outside of this. Yeah, as absolutely. As yeah, absolutely. Well, agree, and I didn't, well, I had no option. <laughs> You know I, mean? I mean, look, if, if the matter went back before the court, Winnie, nothing would happen. Absolutely nothing would happen. Because you yeah. would just say, look, I couldn't have the child for contact on this weekend. And, and I wrote and I explained that. The fact that she didn't agree, you were giving her sufficient notice. So yeah, te I technically... Yeah, I two weeks or f and four weeks was an, yeah. more than enough notice. Te technically, it's a breach. But, yeah, but she can't enforce that breach. Right, but the court are, because I've, I've got to go to another hearing. So it wasn't even thrown out in the first hearing because of that. But was it was it decide when you say you've got another hearing? Was it listed for another hearing anyway? No, that well we were there to put put the points across. So that was and your then first I then hearing. Got to gather evidence to yeah. state why I yeah. couldn't have them, which yeah. I don't really understand why I've got to prove that because yeah. I gave notice to say I couldn't. But yeah. I also made the alternative arrangements. So I said. Um, my new wife was happy to have her, but she didn't drive, so therefore she'd have to drop her off. Yeah. And pick her up. Um, but again, that was just another option. So it's not like I just didn't turn up at all. This is why I don't understand how they can turn around and say it's a breach of yeah, potential I, breach of the border. You, you've got you've got absolutely nothing to worry about. Trust me, you've got nothing to worry about. The court don't know that yet, which is why they've listed it and given some directions. But from what you've said to me, you've got nothing to be concerned about. The order will continue. Yeah, OK. All right. 
thank you very much. You're Appreciate welcome. That. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Right, guys, that was a good session. We got through loads of questions there on Discord and on TikTok. And if you jumped in, thank you, Simone. If you jumped in and you've missed the beginning, don't worry, because I am recording all these and then Patrick puts them on the podcast for me. So I'm going to do some makeup sessions. For those of you on TikTok, you won't know this, but because I've been a little bit scatty of late, because obviously we've had Our Majesty's funeral um, and we, I was just, things are going on um, anyway. So I wasn't here last night. So I'm going to do tomorrow at six and I'm going to jump back on and do a Saturday morning at 10. I just thought that, you know, there's a few of you might appreciate it. I used to do Friday nights, but they're really slow Friday. Um, and I'm generally really tired on a Friday. So I'm going to do Saturday morning at 10, but I will be back here tomorrow at six. So for those of you still with your hand up, I'm so sorry I didn't get to you. Um, Bob back tomorrow at six o'clock and we'll see if we can get through a few more questions. All right. So have a good evening, guys. Take care and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye.